Thank you very much indeed for downloading this, the final edition of the podcast for 2017. Uh, I'm flying solo on this one as Matt Dyson has caught a lurgy from his children um, and he is blaming them, blaming them big time. Very publicly, in fact, he's putting on his own daughters that he's not here because he's ill. Uh, of course, we wish him a speedy recovery. Um, now... The wheels start to come off at this time of year. It is literally like half term at Absolute Radio Towers right now. The building is half empty. The people that remain are half cut. Um, and that's just, you know, how it is at this time of year. So much so that when I opened my notes in my phone today, um, uh, where I normally write a rough idea of what I'm going to say in this, the bonus material of the podcast with Matt Dyson, um, it just uh, staring back at me were the words, write some bonus material for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I got nothing. Um, on the podcast, however, well, it is chock-a-block with festive cheer and, of course, grumbling because Matt is on it. Um, ben Burrell also makes an appearance. He filled in for Matt a couple of times this week and he's been fantastic. Um, we covered off uh, those of you and I'm included in this, who have broken into the Christmas treats early. There are some incredible stories of gluttony on the way. No bigger, though, than our very own producer, James, who, when he told us his story, uh, it prompted his own fiancée, who is heavily pregnant, to call into the studio to set the record straight. That's coming up. Plus, uh, a lovely idea from producer Man uh, Amanda. Why don't we celebrate those poor, unfortunate souls who have their birthdays on Christmas Day? And coming up here on the podcast, you'll get to hear just how difficult that can be over the years. Plus, I fess up to liking wearing sparkly tights on my birthday, which was strange. Uh, Whamageddon, which was a little idea we had. It's taken the nation by storm. It rumbles on. Uh, some incredible ways in which you guys got out or remained in all coming up. Uh, I want to say thank you very much indeed to every one of you who has downloaded and subscribed to the podcast this year. Of course, there'll be plenty more on the way in 2018. Have a great Christmas and a happy new year. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the start of a brand new working week. The time is nine minutes past four. And yes, doing the sport was Ben Burrell. He is in for Matt Dyson. We couldn't be more happy. Ben, you've been the missing piece of my co-host jigsaw puzzle since I started I, here. I cannot tell you, it's a, it's a dream for every young radio <laughs> presenter to play the part of Matt Dyson. It's what we aspire to be. To be his understudy is a, it's a dream come true. I aspire to be Matt Dyson. Everyone loves Matt Dyson. But no, Ben, it's great having you here. Um, interestingly, this is the first time you have been in the building here in Golden Square mm -hmm. since your infamous performance at the Christmas like the party. Infamous. Do you not like the word infamous? Well, just to set the just to set the scene, um, I I saw Ben at the Christmas party last Wednesday. I think it was about half past seven, mm -hmm. and you only just remembered that. Mm. We, we met <laughs> we met in the toilet where I could hear voices. That's right. Ben said I can hear I can hear voices, Dave. I can hear lots of girls' voices, and it's because it was like there was a hole between the gents and yeah. the and the ladies, which you could see through. Yeah, which, by the way, I just want to point out that nothing untoward was going no, on. No, we weren't just, looking through we the hole. We simply just discovered that there was a hole and that's why we could hear the voices. It was just connecting the sinks together. Yeah. But that happened and I think that would be quite memorable. Yeah. Um, but you, you'd totally forgotten that. And as I say, this was only about half seven. I know. I'm... So what went on to happen that evening? Well, I got home at 5am, so I'm worried <gasps> what happened in those eight hours, Dave. Don't know. We know that Absolute Radio's Chris Martin really took one for the team with you. Yeah, Chris Martin, who does the overnight show, not only presented the overnight show that night, but also was full-time carer for me <laughs> for, a, for a good four hours, I think. He tucked you up on the sofa. He did. And I'm, I think, I, I seem to recall at one point giving me a cuddle, which, which <laughs> let, believe me, was much needed at that point. Doing a radio show and spooning someone is a tough ask. Uh, he also charged your phone for you. He did, and he booked me an Uber home. <laughs> 
Now, <laughs> what a guy. If you're going out over the Christmas period and you need a carer, I can fully recommend Chris Martin of Absolute Radio fame. Everyone needs a Chris Martin in their life. Um, how was everything at home after your disappearing act? Fine. My wife is a very forgiving woman. Okay. And she was forgiving that night, although she did say, <laughs> I just remembered this as well. <laughs> I, I finished off the night by coming into the bedroom. She said I was uh, naked from the bottom down, but still have my coat on on the top. <laughs> He's a classy guy and what a beautiful image. I know it'll certainly stay with me for life. Thanks for that, man. It's wacky, it's fun, it's outrageous. Oh, hold on, I've picked up the Funhouse lyrics again. It's quite simply the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Ben Burrell, that's very good. Just doing some hand dancing for you. <laughs> to Kate Bush, it was quite magical, actually. It was haunting, but in a good way. <laughs> that's, that's what I was going for. Thank you. <laughs> it's Absolute Radio on your Monday evening. Uh, coming up for you next, Ben Burrell is going to do an obscure sports bulletin. Uh, Pete Donaldson, when he was in for Matt Dyson, uh, nailed the challenge. We hope you do the same. I think I found something that combines two sports you wouldn't think would go together. Oh, OK, I'm excited about this. That's coming up at six o'clock. But right now, well, producer James has um, posted a pitch on the WhatsApp group that led to an amazing statement, which is uh, he's eaten one kilogram wheel of brie. I can, can you confirm this, producer James? I can, unfortunately, I can confirm... Well, not so unfortunately, I can confirm that this is true. You, you said commended. It could be. It should be commended. You said there was nothing in your fridge that hadn't been dipped into that wheel of brie. And then put directly into my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so you bought the wheel of brie, one ki- let me uh, stress this, one kilogram of cheese yeah. for you and your lovely wife to share, your mm. partner to share over the Christmas period. Yeah. She's pointed out that she's very heavily pregnant, she can't eat cheese. Yeah, I didn't think about that when I bought it. Or maybe I oh, did. Exactly right, <laughs> I think I know what's going on here. This is good. So how was it? Um, I mean, it was delicious. There were points, there were sweats, there was times where I had to go and lie down and think about what I was doing to myself. What was the but time? Then I'd get back up again and continue to like eat Like a the challenge. Brew. Yeah, well, amazing. Yeah. How long did it take you to consume it all in? Um, so uh, from Thursday until yesterday, That's so four days. Wow. Um, so, yeah, we're talking a quarter of a kilo. And what day. do you do with the... Um, I don't want to put you off. What do you... <laughs> a quarter of a kilo a day. What do you do with the kind of... The white, kind of yeah, flabby skin? What yeah. happens with that? On the outside of the brain. The rind, yeah. It's the best bit. Don't, you <laughs> You've don't eaten the that. rind as well. You're not only taking the bit out of the middle. <laughs> That's all right. inside I thought me. the rind was a, was a almost served as a bowl and you... For someone that's worked on the deli counter at Tesco's, you should not be eating that. There we go. Is that true? That's a fish. You don't eat the rind. Mm. That's a kilogram of rind. Might explain (laughs) some of the situations I've found myself in. Yeah, let's have a better. Yeah, yeah. So, so Merry Christmas, everybody. Mm. Uh, It seems that the hashtag Christmas rules are already being broken. I indulged in my first bit of cheese just last night, the Christmas cheese, but I just had a slither of brie and I left the rind behind, just so we're clear about that. Producer Amanda had a mince pie for breakfast today, Ben. That's, that's impressive. My dad, a couple of Christmases ago, and my wife is obsessed with this, but she caught my dad over the breakfast table having brandy custard with his cereal. <laughs> oh, what oh, a man. What a man. There's so many legends out that there. Um, we're going to tweet a picture of the one kilogram wheel of brie that producer James has eaten himself, rind included, at Absolute Radio. And we want to know from you, are you breaking the Christmas rules already? We want to know about biscuits. We want to know about brandy butter, the full lot. Who's this chirpy chappy on Absolute Radio? I hear you ask. Why? It's Dave Berry on the Dave Berry Show, of course.
where the topic du jour is have you broken into the Christmas treats yet? That's what we would like to know. I think it's safe to say, yes, everyone has. <laughs> uh, this text says, evening chaps, I bought six bottles of red and six bottles of rosé a couple of weeks ago in the Christmas sales. All gone. I'm on the remaining cans of cider wow. this evening. Ho, 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 Gary. That's big, Gaza. Take a break, Gary. Just take a little break. It's going to be fine. Listen to this from Alex. Yes, I eat all the pies. Mince pies, that is. Three boxes last week. Must resist buying more until Friday because <laughs> I have to have them with... I have to have them hot with brandy butter and ice cream. Oh, oh the decadence. <laughs> Finishes Alex. Well, thank you very much indeed for that. Uh, Producer James, we've brought you back in here. We've torn Hello. you away from the other little studio because you have fessed up and you've got this whole thing going. Uh, a one kilogram wheel of brie is what you consume. I ate the whole thing. I ate the whole thing. <laughs> well, we've received a text... Oh, yeah. ...from someone who will know the real inside track about your brie consumption. <laughs> OK. Do you know who that person is? <laughs> Uh, I can guess, yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, online one, we've got Esther. Good evening, Esther. Evening. Oh. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, as, as, as partner, as mother to producer James's child and with another one on the way, you have been forced to sit and watch this man consume one kilogram of brie. How do you feel about that, Esther? <laughs> It was, it was quite difficult to watch. The, the spells weren't pleasant from the trees and from James. <laughs> um, now, the reason that we called you was because you sent us a text. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't bother you. You sent us a text message. Did yeah. you send them a text, Esther? Yes. Okay. Just, <laughs> Esther, it's, it's one of the best things I think I've ever read. It was so well written. It was so beautifully written. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, Esther, would you like to furnish everybody listening with what happened yesterday oh, no. when it comes to James <laughs> yeah. and the cheese? <laughs> I think well, I know. He missed, out, he missed out quite an important part of the story and how far <laughs> that the Bree, the Bree story went. Um, so yesterday he was at the pub having a few drinks and I was just cleaning outside in the kitchen oh, and no. of, a, of a pong coming from the fridge and I thought, it's that Bree. So I thought, I've got to get rid of it. And there was a bit left, a little bit sweaty and it got a bit hard around the edges. <laughs> so I put it in the bin and he got home a bit later. A few pints later, and he opened the fridge and he shouted, "Where's my brie gone?" Because I put it in the bin. I thought it's gone a bit funny now, and he was like, "I'm, I'm going to get it out." And so he took it out of the bin. So he went and he got it out of the bin. Out of the bin. <laughs> and he finished it all off. <laughs> oh my goodness, producer James, is this the most embarrassing story ever told by someone's other half on the radio? Yes. <laughs> I can't look anyone in the room in the eye. <laughs> James, did, did you think uh, did you think uh, about it before you did it, or did, was it a natural reaction just to go straight to the bin? It was so natural, I forgot. I didn't even <laughs> so did he? What did he? Esther, did he fall to his knees and like put his hands in and go, "Where's my brie?" <laughs> Like the end of yeah, Planet of the Apes. <laughs> it was, it was in the bin all along. <laughs> it was still in the wooden thing. It was still in the wooden thing. Oh, yes, what are you? Yeah. Oh, hang on a second. I believe producer James trying to justify it. Right, OK, well, this should be good. So it was still in the little wooden tray. Hang on, I'll just pick myself up off the floor. Um, oh, so that's OK, then. It was still in the wooden wheel. <laughs> I feel like this is the greatest story of our time. Oh, this is great. So what what did he do then, Esther? Did he go, what, into the front room and settle down in front of the TV yeah, with we his... Wa we watched um, The Apprentice. Oh. <laughs> 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 in front of it with his, with his wheel of brie. Oh, the oh. wheel of brie. He'd fished from the bin. Oh. 
Uh, Esther, uh, we wish you all the love in the world, all the best with the rest of the pregnancy. Have a great Christmas. And thank, thank you, you so much too. for coming on the show. Give it up for Esther, yeah. everybody. Esther, we're going to send you a Robert's Digital Radio. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't been formally introduced, but he's called Dave Barry. The Dave Berry Show. On Absolute Radio. And it has a super camp background music. It's the campest music we've ever played on this station. <laughs> and that's saying something. And I love it. <laughs> so here we go. What do Annie Lennox, Justin Trudeau, Humphrey Bogart and Sir Isaac Newton all have in common? Well, here's a clue. They probably all got presents wrapped in Christmas paper and they had to have turkey for their birthday lunch every single year. Yes, they were all born on Christmas Day and it turns out that quite a few of you have a similar affliction. We asked on Facebook and Twitter for those of you born on the 25th of December to come forward and share your worst stories about your festive birthday and there were thousands of you. So every night this week we will hear a different tale of woe and see if we can convince, see if you can convince us to provide some cash for some birthday presents. And first out of the traps, on line one, we have Oliver. Good evening, Oliver. Good evening, Dave. Hello. How you doing, my friend? Yes, I'm not too bad, thank you, apart from the upcoming Day of Terror. Well, I know. So you look at it as a Day of Terror. We, we, we've checked your driving licence. Uh, you yeah, are born yeah. on Christmas Day. Um, I am indeed. So why is it a Day of Terror for you, Oliver? Well, I mean, from morning, noon to night, it's pretty much a case of whatever I want to do, the opposite happens. I mean, for example... I'd love a lie-in on my birthday, but that's never going to happen because, unfortunately, I have a load of noisy younger siblings who are up from about seven in the morning. Um, I love the ambulance house, already. Uh, filling the house with uh, noises of gunfire and God knows what else they've gotten for Christmas. Uh, so I never get to have a lie-in. I always get thrown up early. Um, and everyone gets to open presents on my special day, not just mm. me, um, which is obviously you know, just terrible. Um, and it's like, I don't mind a roast dinner, but it's not what I'd choose to have on my birthday. No, you know, I suppose I'd, people wouldn't have that on their birthday, would they, given the choice? What would you no, have, Oliver? People, I, would, I would love a steak and chips. Steak oh. and chips. Um, steak and chips would go down a treat. And when I suggested that one year, I was met with, met with looks of astonishment. Well, Absolute. what's interesting about this, Oliver, sorry to interrupt, is that we, we thought that this might like strike a chord with people. And you're saying that being born on Christmas Day is actually driving you to loathe your own family. <laughs> Believe it? Well, I mean, that happened a long time ago, but yeah. <laughs> um, you got put forward for this by your girlfriend, Hannah, so I wish her all the best from us. Uh, so you obviously you go to church on your birthday, which not a lot That's of people right. normally I, do, I, I would I, imagine. I, I, get dra- I get dragged around to church at 10 o'clock in the morning because uh, it's just a family thing to do at Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, but you don't go normally in the year? No, no, not normally, no. It's just uh, that treat. special day of the year, I get, I get, I get that treat, you know? <laughs> Treat the said with such hate, then. Um, OK, Oliver. So, well, look, you well and truly deserve to treat yourself to some birthday presents, courtesy of oh, Absolute Radio. Oliver, what we'd like to do is give you £250 to spend on whatever you want. You treat yourself, sir. That's incredible. That's really incredible. Thank treat you yourself. Um, but that's not all, Oliver. Um, it's now time for Ben here to award you with another date. Now, this is legally binding. It is your unofficial birthday. This is when everybody has to get you presents and celebrate and have steak and chips. Uh, so, Brilliant. Ben, okay. what date are we going to give Oliver and why? Well, Oliver, I picked out a great date for you. I want you to put this in your diary, please. It's the 26th of August. Let me tell you, it's a summer month. The average temperature 
temperature in the United Kingdom is a lovely 18 degrees. Ooh, and gorgeous. you share your birthday with Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> what more could you want? Oh, wow. Home alone. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> so, um, Oliver, you are now unofficially born on the 26th of August. That is when all of your friends have to rally round. That's when you can eat what you like and you get to open all of your own presents. How are you feeling about that? Yeah, that sounds incredible. I'm looking forward to it. We can have a barbecue, you know, as I say, get the steak and chips on. All right, so it'd be great. We can have the paddling pool out. I've never had that <laughs> and, and Dave, as an extra treat, it's a bank holiday weekend. Oh, oh Ben oh. Burrell, you legend. You're welcome. Happy birthday, Oliver. Thank you ever so much, Dave. You're listening to the all-new and totally fantastic Dave Barry Show on Absolute Radio. <laughs> Right now, though, well, we turn our attentions to the football and something that is a million-to-one shot. It really is, <laughs> and it's hilarious. Um, it's courtesy of uh, Five Live. Um, they were doing commentary for Man City versus Leicester City in the Karabamusho Malahuhuhu Cup. Yeah, uh, and Haribo Cup. Yeah. yeah, and then they crossed to West Ham versus Arsenal. Um, and they were they were referencing the fact that one of the football players had a hot water bottle, Matt. You, would you fill I us in on this? I think it was on the Chelsea bench. I think it was Mitchy Batshuayi who was pictured with a hot water bottle holding it up to his face because it was so cold he wanted to warm himself up. And that's what they were talking about while crossing to this game. So, basically, one of the commentators makes a joke uh, about electric blankets, at which point something clearly happens out on the pitch, but it looks like this guy is one of the greatest stand-up comedians in history and he's playing <laughs> yes, the O2. Have a listen to this. It's Leicester City nil, man. Manchester City nil, and Alistair Bruce Ball is watching the Knights of the quarterfinal. 25 minutes play between Arsenal and West Ham. No goals, no hot water bottles. Yeah, I have to confess, I'm I'm more of an electric blanket <laughs> than a hot water bottle. <laughs> well, I only put it on last month. <laughs> I mean, what are the chances? Let's listen to that again. Here we go. I'm more of an electric blanket <laughs> than a hot water bottle. What a reaction. It's That's like incredible. he's got some canned laughter track going. Oh. Electric blanket. Whey! I'm more of an electric blanket <laughs> than a hot water bottle. Amazing. That's a good idea from Five Love. I'm going to buy myself some of that stuff. Canned laughter. Yeah. That's nice. You're listening to the all-new and totally fantastic Dave Barry Show. On Absolute Radio. Ben Burrell is in for Matt Dyson. Hey, Ben. Hello. It is time now to talk this. I think I may have backed the wrong televisual horse mm -hmm. when picking a show to talk about on this show. Fully agreed. Um, I wasn't going to go down the X Factor route because I, I haven't had the time to watch it. Uh, not really massive on Strictly, even though I think it's fantastic that everyone does it. So I thought The Apprentice would be the way forward. But when I think of apprenticeship and young business, I think Dave Berry. So I think it's the perfect, <laughs> perfect combination. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, so, Ben, you've watched the final. Mm -hmm. There are plot spoilers here, ladies and gentlemen. Plot spoiler alert. Uh, last week, I think a lot of people were left... A little bit flabbergasted when uh, James, the toddler American psycho, got through to the final. <laughs> and Sarah Lynn, the one who's been in it from the beginning, but no one really knows who she is, even though she's still there. Yeah, she's the one that on week five, you're like, who's that? Who's that one? Yeah. There's always that person on yeah, the which Apprentice, isn't there? Year, there was that blonde, the, there was a blonde woman on there as well who suddenly yeah, just on appeared. week four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. Hi, who are you? Um, so they were both in the final. Am I right in saying, Ben, we haven't talked about The Apprentice before? We're shocked that Michaela didn't get a, a shot at the title. I think she was a strong candidate. I mean, she, like all of them, a little bit annoying, no disrespect, yeah. but a strong candidate nonetheless. I was shocked she wasn't in the final. I couldn't help but feel the final was um, on the weak side. 
Well, you were nearly late for your show to watch the final. That's the dedication so, I have. Yes, which we love. We love to hear that. And the fact you fessed up to that on the show is fantastic, Ben. Let me give you some career advice. <laughs> yeah, probably not a good idea. <laughs> Top five things not to say on the show, number three. Um, so tell everyone what happened. Tell everyone, this is the plot spoiler, tell everyone who won The Apprentice after all of these weeks whittling it down in the boardroom with Karen, in the boardroom with Lord Sugar himself, giving advice, saying, you're fired, you're fired. Who won? Who is The Apprentice 2017? Well, they both won and the audience lost. Because <laughs> it was just... It felt like a waste of everyone's time when he said, you're both hired. How did he How did he do it? What did they so do? So he, he said, I'm a gambler. And I thought, <laughs> and I thought, oh, he's going to go with James because James, in, in my opinion, had the had the slightly uh, less impressive finale. Yeah. So I thought he's going to go with James. He's going to gamble with James. He's going to yeah. put his faith in him. And then he said, I'm going to hire both of you. And in our household, it went silent. And I think <laughs> throughout households in the United Kingdom, it probably yeah. went silent with just a bit of an anti-climax. Like, oh, you're joking. I've been... I mean, we've been doing a feature every week on this show for like, 12 <laughs> weeks, Ben. You know, we needed more than this. It does feel like a lot of wasted time. So, I'm not going to bother watching it now. So, did they split the money between the two? How does it work? Because there's the 250,000... No, he's just dished out half a million. Which is even worse, because it's, it's <laughs> half a million on... on it, it, it kind of feels like he's just given them the money and he doesn't really He's just it. wrapping it up. Yeah, okay. And didn't the reason he fired Michaela, who we kind of both liked, um, was because she was spreading herself too thin across too many businesses? Mm. And now he's gone and hired two apprentices <laughs> at the same time? The irony of it all. Okay, just so we're clear. Aside for sore eyes, Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Now, though, well... As we said, we'd like your help in blowing our marketing budget for the end of the year. What we've done is we've ordered a load of car air fresheners. <laughs> the smell, very berry. Of course. Naturally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we do need your help because on one side we're going to have the show logo and on the other we need a show slogan. A short sentence that sums up the show perfectly. Mm. So let us know your suggestions because we're going to order a load of these so it would be quite nice to say... I made this. Yeah. Um, so 8, 12, 15 on the text, or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. These are some of the suggestions we've had so far. Okay. Um, now, bear in mind, you're, you're an integral, big part of this show, Matt Dyson. So this all reflects on you. Okay. Okay. The Day Bear Show on Absolute Radio. It'll do. It'll do. I like that, actually. Uh, the best of a bad bunch. <laughs> What's another suggestion? Mm. Uh, the Day Bear Show on Absolute Radio, actively encouraging you to Dave and Drive. Oh, mm. yeah. yeah, yeah. Where the talking is almost as good as the music. Oh, a bit cheesy, bit cheesy, but all right. Um, the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio, better than expected. And that's from an actual podcast review on iTunes. Oh, right, nice. Oh, that's good. I saw it myself the other day. I, I hadn't looked down at the yeah, reviews. Yeah. I thought I'd protect my delicate eyes, ears yeah. and personality <laughs> from them. But I started to, full of confidence and red wine, thought I'd have a little look on Friday. Better than expected. Yeah, yeah. and from the same review, um, the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio, it's not awful. Right. Oh, right. Okay, how many stars is that? Not awful. <laughs> we got three, three, I think. Three, okay. um, And separately, the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio, a solid seven. Oh, that's good. Do you like any of those? It's quite like a solid seven, actually. That's quite a nice little slogan. We'll have yeah. it in the kind of Absolute Radio purple as well, so it'll look really cool like, hanging yeah, on the rearview yeah. mirror or yeah, wherever yeah. you choose that's to put nice, it. That's nice, that. Uh, so that's what we're doing, and we need your help with a show slogan. It's in your hands. 8, 12, 15, at Absolute Radio. The first batch on the way. Fighting fit. It's Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show. Absolute Radio. It's time for Tradespeople to the Stars. 
Got anything over there, Matt? Quite a few coming anything in. Anything tickling uh, your pickle? Dave P in Weybridge, for instance, says uh, he's been uh, Will Smith's audio-visual guy for the past four months. What? While he's been filming a movie in the UK. That's very exciting. He says he didn't even have a telly in his bedroom as he likes to read a lot. That's some interesting information there. You didn't know that about That's Will Smith. That's nailing why we invented this feature. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. It's perfect. Amazing. Uh, and joining us right now in Boreham Wood, we have Debbie. Good evening to you, Debbie. Good evening, Dave. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. You? Yeah, very well, thanks for asking. And thank you for taking the time to come on the show. That's OK. Uh, so my first question to you is, uh, Debbie, what's your trade? Um, at the moment, well... At that time, I was uh, doing cleaning in between jobs, but I don't actually do that anymore. You don't do that anymore, but at the time, your trade was cleaner, and, yeah. well, let's cut to the chase. Who have you cleaned for? I cleaned for Nikki Clark, the hairdresser. There was eight of us doing it. Celebrity eight? Ha- eight. Hang on, what? Eight there was, people? There was eight, eight of us doing it because he was moving into this big house and he wanted it all clean from top to bottom before he moved in. So uh, me and my friend Lucy were doing the kitchen. Hair clippings everywhere, I'd imagine. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of sweeping up, in it? Who thought there was so much money in celebrity hairdressing that you could afford I to know. have eight well, cleaners exactly. come in? That's incredible, isn't it? I thought he was someone else. Who did you think he was? I thought he was in Ultravox. <laughs> What? You thought it was mid-jour? <laughs> he's, he's done well for himself. <laughs> um, well, OK, so, I mean, was it a nice house? I presume it was a nice house oh, when you and the beautiful. team had finished. It was lovely. Really lovely house. Well, OK. Well, Debbie, we've come this far. We've had some fun. We've even talked about Ultravox, and I didn't see that coming <laughs> when we came on air at 4pm. I'm not going to lie. But the biggest question of all... Debbie, mm-hmm. Debbie, Debbie... Former cleaner to the stars based in Boreham Wood. Uh-huh. Did Nicky Clark... I mean, it would have been a lot of tea, to be fair. I might even let him off if he didn't. <laughs> Did Nicky Clark, celebrity hairdresser, offer to make you and the team a cup of tea? He made all of us tea and coffee. Oh, oh Nicky yes. Clark! What a guy. What a guy. What a hero. Midge would have done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was a guitarist, actually. Oh, he was another member of Ultravox. Right, okay. Get it right, Matt, <laughs> will you? Yeah. You're hide for your Ultravox knowledge. <laughs> and let us down when we get one live phone call about it at last. <laughs> um, Debbie, we're going to give you a Roberts Digital Radio for being such a star. Um, oh, have a great Christmas much. and thanks for tuning into the show. Thank you. Thanks very much. That's have a nice our Christmas. pleasure. Cheers, Debs. Take care now. Thank you. A slight pause. And Dave Berry on Absolute Radio. Good evening, everyone. Just gone 6.30. It's Absolute Radio. Uh, We're getting loads and loads of car air fresheners made for the show in the new year, 2018. Um, They're very berry flavoured, of course. Uh, And we enlisted your help because on one side, we're going to have the show logo. But on the other side, we needed a slogan. And you didn't disappoint. Some of our favourites were the Dave Berry Show. It's not pointless. Yeah. That came in from Jane. Yeah. Valid point, I yeah, suppose, okay. yeah. Uh, tune in and ride the wave, or at least the raspberry ripple, mm. mused Mark. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, these aren't that big as far as air freshers go. You need a lot of space for that. A fragrant experience, says that's Debbie. Nice. That's good. Good evening, chaps. How about this for your air fresheners? Dyson Clean. Very fresh. Oh, excellent. Yeah? yeah? I just was unhappy that your name yeah, was in it. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that's not going to help, is just it? Yeah. Running with that theme. <laughs> uh, joining us right now, though, is Tony. Good evening, Tony. Good evening, Dave. Good evening, Matt. Evening. Uh, such a joy having you on the show. You have come oh. up with the winning slogan 
for our car air fresheners. Hit everyone with it, please, Tone. The Dave Berry Show, not to be sniffed at. The Dave Berry Show, not to be sniffed at, on an air freshener in a car. Yes, that people will be sniffing. (laughs) Absolutely. Tony, well done to you. We're going to reward you with a Roberts Digital Radio. And, of course, as soon as we get them made, you'll be the first person to own a Dave Berry Show car air freshener. How are you feeling about that? Oh, brilliant. Thank you very much. (laughs) It's a pleasure. Have a great Christmas, Tony. Thanks very much indeed for tuning in. Right now on your radio, it's the man, Dave Berry. Absolute Radio. It is time to ask Wednesday's middle-sized question. And the question is, and we've touched on this already this week, have you broken into the Christmas treats? Well, you have. Um, thank you very much indeed for texting us. You can do that 8, 12, 15, or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Dave and Matt opened a family tub of heroes. I've eaten half of them in an evening. Danger. I've got indigestion. I had a sleepless night. That's from Stephen Luton with a little word of warning. Hi, Matt. Hi, Dave. Tom, thank you for texting in, but never put Matt's name first. We've been through this before. (laughs) Hi, Matt. Hi, Dave. Love the show. That's even worse. That's almost salt in the wound. Stop saying hi to the listeners, Matt. (laughs) Um, As expected, I keep having to replace the twiglets. I'm three tubs down and counting from Tom. You don't like Twiglets? No, no, not really, no. What? You think you know someone? Yeah, no. What's your problem with Twiggers? Too more mighty, really, for my liking. You don't... There's just so many other better snacks to eat. It's my least favourite. Well, I can eat them, but I just choose not to. Would you pick yeah. a mini cheddar over a Twiglet at Christmas? Oh, hell yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You would? Yeah, yeah. What about a, would you, a dry-roasted peanut? Would you go uh, That's my least favourite type of peanut. I'm not a big fan of the dry-roasted peanut. I'd even take monkey over dry-roasted, but I really like honey-roasted. You know, that's the top end, isn't it? There's a place in Singapore where you, you shell monkey nuts and you throw the shells on the floor. It's like their little feature. Oh, nice, yeah. And like then you, that. like, crunch around on it. sweep up afterwards, do they, yeah? <laughs> well, I hope so. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's like the plate, it's like they're on the floor. They're, like, three foot high. Oh, really? In well, old money, yeah. yeah nice. Have you got any text, mate? Uh, yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys, uh, I bought my dad an extra large gift size galaxy chocolate bar as part of his Christmas present this year. This is anonymous, by the way. <laughs> the mistake that I made was I didn't wrap it straight away, so being a chocoholic, I couldn't resist it and ate it within two days and had to go out and buy another one. That's wow. A, that's a word of warning there uh, from Anon. And also, Tom in the Absolute Radio office, I'm hearing, has started pulling Christmas crackers and wearing the paper crown around the office at work. It's gone far too early. That is ridiculous. Uh, actually, Daisy, the lovely producer of the Frank Skinner Show, has announced on her Facebook page uh, that she's had Toblerone for breakfast two days running, Ooh. which I kind of... I'm not even mad. I'm just... Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm pleased for you. Yeah, yeah, this is fantastic going. news. Uh, so that is Wednesday's middle-sized question. Have you broken into the Christmas treats? 8, 12, 15, or tweet us at Absolute Radio. You're listening to the hip and fresh sounds of the Dave Berry Show. On Absolute Radio. The Breakfast Show will return tomorrow at 6am and Christian and Richie are spending the night in the Tower of London. Which is sure to be haunted. It's got to be, (laughs) hasn't it? 
amount of people that died there over the years or were put to death, you know, it's got to be some All ghosts. wrong-uns. Every last yeah, one of them was exactly. a wrong yeah. as well. Well, yeah, allegedly. What I do know is, of course, well, everybody knows this. The Tower of London was built in 1078. Uh, the beef Everyone eaters that, yeah. were first introduced <laughs> in the 13th century by King Henry VII. Of just course. basic facts, yeah, man. just off the top of your head. Um, yeah, so yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah. It is DJs in PJs. I can't um, believe this. Why are they not in someone's house? That's the, how it's supposed to be. When it is someone's it. house, this is what's interesting. The lads, are, the lads are bedding down uh, with Beef Eater and loyal listener Steve and his family, uh, Mummy Beef Eater and Baby Beef Eater, <laughs> uh, and tomorrow they're going to be live from their front room, which is in the Tower of London, which apparently we discovered earlier on from the lovely producer Claire has got a bar. Yeah, There's yeah. a bar in the Tower of London. It's like a whole community that live within the tower. I did also dig a years. little deeper. They do pay council tax and they do pay rent. Yes, good. That's good. Well, that's good to know, isn't yeah. it? Uh, will they be just eating beef on this Christmas dinner, though? Ooh. That's the other question. Are you allowed to eat any other kind of Can meat? Can a beef eater eat beef, or is it just too post-ironic for it? Well, <laughs> is it like sure, to... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my head's exploding. I want to see a picture, though. Um, my experience with the Tower of London, and... I... Brace yourself for this one. Oh, yeah. This I... is an amazing story. <laughs> Seriously, stop the music for this. Is a, it's an amazing humble brag here coming up. This is really quite impressive. Just listen to this. For a TV project many years ago, I took one of the aunts from Sabrina the Teenage Witch around there on a tour. <laughs> The aunts from Sabrina. I did. I've never even watched the damn show. But <laughs> was she a character in it? Sabrina's yeah, there were two aunts. Teenage Witch's aunt, Zelda, and the and other one. Was she one? in character when she was being shown around the Tower of London by you? Oh, have we got time for me to explain <laughs> what an actor <laughs> is to you, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> it's not real. Yeah, I don't know. But what was no, it? no, she was. No, she was. She was, she was over herself. from the US. It was a big show here in the UK. <laughs> All us young'uns loved it. So I took around the Tower of London for a little tour. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Sit back. Dave Berry is here. The Dave Berry Show. On Absolute Radio. Merry Christmas indeed. Uh, the time is 12 minutes past six and we're currently answering Wednesday's middle-sized question, which is, have you broken into the Christmas treats? Uh, plot spoiler, yeah, you have. Yeah. <laughs> In a big, big way. Um, Kirsty texts us saying, Dave and Matt, I've eaten a box of teacher's chocks. Which must be, that's pretty low, isn't it? You know, you give them to your son or daughter to take in to, to yes, thank right. those yeah, hard-working yeah. teachers for educating your child, which is one of the most important things we have on this yeah. planet, is education. And you've eaten. I've eaten them. Eaten the chocks. School closes tomorrow. I haven't replaced them. Kirsty continues. Oh, She's yeah. made chicken liver pate for Christmas Day. Yeah. She's eating it as she texts us. Already. She didn't even let it set. No, she's she eating it and listening it down, to the show. Poured it down her throat. I quite, I quite like that about her listenership, just sitting there with well, some crackers right. and a chicken liver pate. Yeah, this is why you should never prepare in advance. Just leave it to the last minute and go and get the chocolates from the garage on the way to school. That's this what I always do. That's perfect sense. That's, that's, see, that's good parenting right <laughs> there. Uh, me and my boyfriend have eaten two tins of Quality Street in a week and a half. Two whole tins. Now, Laura, that's the stuff, that's the bedrock of a solid relationship. Yeah, Laura yeah. and her boyfriend, they're going to be together for years to come. Uh, now, earlier on, I made a little reference to somebody who very kindly texted into the show, but it said, hi, Matt and Dave. And, you know, putting Matt's name before mine is simply ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, this one, this one starts high producers. <laughs> Dropping even further down the food chain. <laughs> I'm only kidding, I'm only kidding. Um, great show. Uh, me and the wife... Oh, listen to this. Me and the wife actually unwrapped a ready-to-be-delivered selection box for my niece. Oh, dear. Devouring was not only naughty, but I felt dirty unwrapping it. 
I even read the tag aloud to my wife, and that's from Matt. Laughed. Oh, yeah, not going to be getting it. Horrible. I bought my wife... Listen to now, listen to this from Graham. I bought my wife some nice Thornton's chocolates last week. Matt and Dave, I'm ashamed to say that I ate them on the way home. Oh, what? Bought the Thornton's chocolates, got in the car. By the time he arrived at home, the box, which was probably on the passenger seat, I would imagine, was empty. Always buy two. Buy us some more, Graham. Yeah, uh, quite a few people actually going into the uh, the grandkids selection boxes. A lot of tr- <laughs> a lot of a lot of text saying that the oh. selection boxes have been ravaged already. Comes in that already. netting, doesn't it? So you can imagine people tearing yeah, away at the yeah, netting. Yeah, Glen- Glennon Greenhithe Greenhith has been put on a, a chocolate embargo by his wife <laughs> because he he finished a whole box of roses last year by the fifth of December. Oh, and wow! Stee in Runcorn, he says, uh, David slash Matthew. Nice. Hi guys, very formal. Uh, my wife hasn't noticed yet, but the box of shortbread in the treat cupboard is in fact empty. It's just been savaged by myself and put back where she stuck it after buying. Yeah, but shortbread, you can't... What was that person's name, Matthew? Steve in Runcorn. Steve, man, no-one's blaming you for that. Shortbread, shortbread it's the devil's yeah. work. Well, it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. But... Oh, I love shortbread. <laughs> yeah, you've got to have a bit of shortbread. Yeah. But really, what if you get to Christmas Day and there's no shortbread? You need to replace it, you do surely. You need, to, you need to replace your shortbread, people. If we said it once, we've said it a thousand <laughs> times. <laughs> always <laughs> Dave Berry, just being himself on Absolute Radio. Very pleased to say that Ben Burrell is in for Matt Dyson. Um, when I say very pleased, it's obviously it's a shame that Matt is unwell mm. and we wish him well. But, Ben, it's always nice to see you. Thank you. What a joy it is to be back. Um, and we've also just managed to conjure up one of the greatest photographs in Twitter history, I believe. Yeah, I've just had a look at it and it looks like me and you have just announced that I'm pregnant. Because <laughs> I'm holding my stomach and you are looking very proud. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, baby. We are pregnant. Uh, you can check out the picture for yourself. Give us a little follow at Absolute Radio. Um, so I started today and this is the first time I've attempted to do this, by joining a Christmas lunch. Mm. And I've realised that it's very difficult to get involved because it's usually something that happens in the evening. You know where maybe you don't finish work until, say, 7pm. And just like a couple of weeks ago, the Works Christmas Party starts at, say, 5.30. So everyone's an hour and a half ahead of you. So I went into Soho, just around the corner here, to meet my friend for his Works Christmas lunch. I couldn't join in. I got that they were dancing on the furniture already. already? It, was, it was 10 to 2, Ben. Oh, <laughs> 10 to 2. But, I, but literally, you just have to come to that conclusion where it's like, I can't communicate with anybody here. I'm, no. not, on, I'm not on the level. So I had a mineral, a sparkling mineral water <laughs> at a Christmas party and came here. <laughs> How depressing is that? You got a sparkling one, just to make it a little bit more jazzy <laughs> yeah, than normal. Just a little bit more. It's a little special, yeah. It's, <laughs> it is a little special. Um, so coming up, um, one of the things that we're going to have to discuss here on the show, Ben, is that incredible jumper that you're wearing. I do. I, I took my jumper off to, uh, my coat off today and you looked at me with such disrespect. <laughs> it was the opposite of the baby photo on Twitter. <laughs> I feel like I've regained your respect somehow. Somehow, but yeah, you really looked like it was you were disgusted by it. Well, the choice of jumper that you've picked today and the fact that we are pregnant, I think we've put together on at Absolute Radio one of the greatest Christmas card pictures we could send out from our own family. It really strikes me as one of those. Um, we're going to be delving into the story behind the jumper and Ben's showering habits that's coming up here on Absolute Radio. <laughs> and here he is, Dave Berry. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Oh, well, was the best, wasn't it? <laughs> I saved him for last. <laughs> Deliberately. <laughs> um, so, Ben Burrell is in for Matt Dyson. 
Uh, and very exciting news for Ben is that you're going to be the brand new weekend breakfast show host, Ben. Mm. Well done. We're all very excited about that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and we've been kind of, I think it's my duty to, to get the listeners to understand and know you as a man a little yeah. more before you I take over such a big show. I'm concerned about this because when you said those words just then, you had a glint in your eyes that you were about to embarrass me. <laughs> well, I've been drilling into Ben and uh, I can now confirm that he sits down in the shower. Well, no, <laughs> come on, that's a lie. Well, you, I just, you, the words left your lips. I, just, I sit down when I shower, Dave. I just said sometimes. By the way, it's not like a regular thing. It doesn't happen every day. We've not got a seat in our shower. Although, if we did, I would definitely <laughs> sit down every day. Well, how, how often are you sitting down in the shower? I'd say five to ten times a year. And it usually happens... If, <laughs> roughly speaking. <laughs> yeah, roughly speaking. Okay. I've kept a diary if you'd like to read it. Um, just occasionally, usually when hungover, sometimes it's nice just to have a little sit down in the shower, gather yourselves for five minutes. If you've got a tough day coming up, I can't advise you do it enough. Just have a little sit down. Also, sometimes it's much needed because if you are hungover and it's a bit hot and steamy and you yeah. get a bit of a what I like to call head rush, yeah, okay. just have, a little, have a little sit down. I can't, it, it brightens my day and it gives me the start. start you, know, you know what? I, I, I have a you know a certain reputation. It's not my first rodeo. I've been around the block. But mm-hmm. if I I would I think I would stop drinking if it was resulting in me having to sit down in the shower, Ben. Then, I, I, I would find myself as I slid down the tiled wall <laughs> with the steam around me and the no. water falling atop my head. I'd probably go. You should have a little break from this. Do you know what, Dave? Do dry January. That's what you should do. Look, Dave. <laughs> by January. Over the Christmas period, if you go out, if you have a couple of festive wines and the next morning you think, I'm in the shower, I'm going to have a sit down. Yeah. When you do do that, which I know you will... I won't. You'll be calling me saying, Ben, it's a revelation, you've changed my life, 2018 is going to be my year. OK, let me ask you this. Do you do you know that you're going to be sitting down in the shower? No, or are you in the, the shower and then you go, oh, I'm going to have a sit down? That's... Or is it premeditated sitting <laughs> no, in the shower? No, that's part of the fun. It's right. almost like a little gift to yourself if you're not feeling quite right. <laughs> well, then all of a sudden I'm just, I'm in the shower tray. I'm yeah, on the, and the floor. And the water's around nice. you. Just try over the Christmas period and then come back to me. Okay, I think you need to stop drinking. Which leads us nicely <laughs> on to this. Coming up next, your chance to win a crate of beer and a whole pile of money. He cuts quite a dash. It's Dave Berry. Absolute Radio. It is time for Matt's Don't Impression Me Much, but today we're calling it That Don't Impression Ben Much. You, you didn't do the fun correct. Is that, is that the right way we're doing it? Yeah, impression Ben. Don't impress Ben much. That's what I just said, wasn't it? That okay. doesn't... That don't impress Ben much. That's it, yeah. We, we had, a bit of Sean Connery. We, we, we had a ten-minute meeting about this before we went on air. We, we did. We had to all debunk to a local coffee shop where we sat in a think tank. <laughs> <laughs> that don't impress Ben much. Um, so, effectively, this one is just for fun, um, and we believe it's a festive special. It is a festive special, uh, special and I'd like to apologise before we start because we are about to hear some terrible radio. I can't do impressions you're not great at guessing them but whoa 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 don't drag me into this i was about to say you've got absolutely nothing to worry about i've got a clip of matt early on doing this so if you think you're bad at impressions listen to this time is on my side time oh time is on my side i don't i don't have no idea what that is it's quite offensive in a way <laughs> Don't touch my Next. swans! Next. Don't touch my it's swans! It's the Queen! Yeah. It's Queen Elizabeth Go II. On, yeah. um, oh, the cat's done a whoopsie on the carpet. Oh, <laughs> Spencer! Not, not <laughs> wow! <laughs> So you don't have to be Rory Bremner to nail this, Ben, is what, we're, what we've learned here. Just love that Frank Spencer got a shout-out in the middle of that. <laughs> um, so you're going to have... Well, we're going to have 45 seconds. 
Wish us both luck. It's a festive special. It is, of course, that don't impressure Ben much. <laughs> Here we go. Well, 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 young Dave. Come and sit on my knee. <laughs> It's Christmas. It's no, um, <laughs> it's Santa Claus. Yes, yes, I would have accepted me at the Christmas party. Uh, oh, hi, Dave. Uh, oh, oh, it's a, oh, Dave. Oh, oh, you look so great. Oh, come and sing. Uh, it's come and Mick sing Jagger. Brown Sugar. It's a yes, very it's impressive Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. It's Christmas. Noddy Holder. Brilliant, bang on brand. Uh, you guys, are you are you thirsty or are you up for more? Look, I'm stepping my face. I'm slapping my face for you. Oh, it's um, McCory Culkin in yes. Home Alone. Uh, <laughs> Dave, who cares if this is a Christmas film or not? Y- yippee ki yay. Oh, uh, Bruce Willis in yes. Die Hard. It That's is a Christmas it. film. Yes. We're out of time. How many did I get? Uh, one, two, three, four, five. I got five. That's the most I've ever got. Oh, <laughs> yo, I slapped my face a little too hard. It's going red. <laughs> I'm it just hurts. watching it. I was just fascinated what we were doing. <laughs> I'm happy with five. Do you want to do, how many more cards have you got left? Uh, I've got three three left. Okay, let's let's have a couple more. Come on. <clears throat> okay. Uh, just for fun. Dave. Uh, uh, let me do I hope again. you're playing <laughs> along at home, everyone. <laughs> Dave, after Christmas lunch, maybe we could sit around the TV and watch me. That's the Queen. That is the Queen. That's Thank very you. good. Now, was that the, the impression you got right or just the, the actual words on the... Uh, on that the was paper? the words. It was definitely the words. <laughs> How rude. Uh, <laughs> bar humbug, this just says. Ebenezer Scrooge. Yeah. <laughs> Great Great a, I got seven. Um, have you got one more left? I've got one more and okay. I've never seen this film, so good luck, everyone. Uh, the best way to spend Christmas cheer is singing out loud for all to hear. Oh, I don't, I don't know either. Pass. Which one was it? Elf from the film Elf. Oh, of course. Elf from the film Elf. Oh, well done. That was a brilliant edition of That Don't Impress You, Ben Much. doesn't get any better, that, the more you say it, does it? <laughs> <laughs> now. The Dave Berry Show. Absolute Radio. As tonight's show trundles to a close, it is time to look back and reflect on what we've learned today since we came on air at 4pm. We've learnt Ben sits down in the shower when he's hungover. Nothing wrong with that. In fact, George texted earlier mm. to say it's a revelation when you start doing it. I'm telling you, Dave, over the Christmas period, give it a go, you won't go back. I'm not going to do it, Ben. <laughs> We've learnt Ben, despite that weird sitting down in the shower thing, does a much better Mick Jagger impression than Matt Dyson. It did involve clapping. Am I proud of myself? Yes. Can we have a little... <clears throat> Let me get into character. Yeah, here we go. Dave, good show, Dave. That's just a bit, it's got a bit Brucey, isn't it? <laughs> that's a worry for us all. I didn't realise there was such a fine line between Forsyth and Jagger. <laughs> I don't think there is, that's the worry we've, thing. We've learnt that today. Um, we've learnt that according to our lovely caller Alex, Corona is the beer that all the ladies love. <laughs> <laughs> we've learnt that none of the following are contained in the lyrics to By the Way by the Chili Peppers. Fishnet, pork pie, gym bag, top knot, Salford. <laughs> Have you learned anything today, Ben? Uh, I learned that a uh, listener said only moments ago, Steve on Twitter, in fact, that he turned on at the very moment when you said you were going to drill into me in, mm. a, in a sort of spiritual way, not, <laughs> not in any other way, in, like a, in no. an emotional investment. Drill way. down into you to find out the facts, what yeah. makes the man tick. Just would like to clarify that. Okay, that's good. Um, and as always, um, we don't expect you out there to have learned a thing. <laughs>